At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. of the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Femi Abebefe. I am Tim Murray. Game one of the preseason in the books. Femi, we will not have a Thursday without football for, I believe, the next, what, five, six months? That is music to my ears, man. Hall of Fame game in the books. The Raiders winners 27-11. to 11. Jaguars, though, got the cover in the second half. Yes, sir. So we're happy about that. First, and a man who winner. is... Uh, Really, uh, I've been enjoying his content, um, and he works for Caesars, editorial content writer over there, uh, Max Meyer. He is in New York City, and he joins us right now at the Max Meyer. Uh, Max, uh, you tweeted this out earlier today. Um, Caesars took a pretty hefty bet way <laughs> back when on the Raiders, and that particular better had to wait a while, but ultimately did not have to sweat a winner. Yeah, so we, uh, well, first, thanks for having me on, guys. But uh, we opened this game uh, back up in, on March 3rd, and immediately we took a $55,000 bet uh, from a Washington, D.C. better on Raiders minus one. And, you know, game closed at two and a half, so we got best of the closing line, and it was no sweat. But, yeah, five months he had to wait, but, you know, at least it was worth the wait. Uh, worth the wait indeed there. I've <laughs> been getting a no-sweat winner. That's, uh, that's what we had in the second half. Or maybe it wasn't <laughs> yeah, no, a little sweaty. <laughs> no sweat at all. Yeah, no sweat um, at all. <laughs> Max, we saw the Jaguars also playing this game the other side tonight. They ended up losing but cashing us a ticket in the second half. Have you guys seen any long-shot bets on this Jacksonville team? Because we were talking about it in the last segment about what is the ceiling of this Jags team with Trevor Lawrence coming in year two, Doug Peterson now replacing Urban Meyer. Has there been any betting interest over at Caesars with the Jacksonville Jaguars? Uh, there's been a little with AFC South, but I mean, the Colts are still dominating that it's, it's more been a lack of excitement surrounding the Titans, but regarding Super Bowl and even Trevor Lawrence MVP, that there really hasn't been much, uh, for either. Max, I want to stick with the team that won tonight, the Raiders, uh, certainly a massive off season, not only, you know, the big move to get Devonte Adams, but Chandler Jones, uh, to match him, uh, to pair him up with Max Crosby. You know, it's a playoff team last year, but that division 
is certainly loaded, right? Kansas City Chiefs, Denver Broncos get Russell Wilson. You know, the Chargers make some really nice moves. J.C. Jackson, another year for Justin Herbert. I, I got to imagine, and I'm curious what you've been seeing at Caesars, because the odds are pretty long on a team that made the playoffs last year and was busy in the offseason, I got to imagine betters are pretty interested in the Raiders for that long shot type of uh, type of opportunity. Is that what you guys have been seeing? Yeah, I would say uh, for Super Bowl futures that Raiders have definitely been the most popular long shot pick. I mean, they've actually they've been one of the more popular picks overall. Uh, they're second in tickets, only behind the Bills, and they're third in handle, only behind uh, the Bills and the Bucks. And then Derek Carr. Uh, he is third in tickets right now, and he's third in handle for uh, NFL MVP. And his odds are down to thirty to one. Uh, the Raiders Super Bowl odds are down to thirty to one. And for the division, uh, they're also first in tickets and first in handle in, in AFC West with with those long juicy odds. Uh, Chargers are close to them in handle, but there's been a lot of love uh, for the Raiders this offseason at Caesars. Uh, Max, you mentioned that Derek Carr seen some love in the MVP market. We have a couple of former MVPs who might not have seen love in the market there. Patrick Mahomes, he won the award in 2018. Aaron Rodgers is the two-time reigning defending MVP. Is it just that Jake from State Farm hasn't come up to the window quite yet to place his bets for MVPs this season? Or does it surprise you at the lack of attention that these guys have been getting from the betting public? And who might be getting those uh, bets coming up at the top of the market here? Uh, Rodgers? doesn't actually we didn't really take much action on rogers uh last offseason when he was coming off his first mvp and i just feel like the betting public is going to shy away uh just given that he's back to back you know there's so many good quarterbacks in this league and to win mvp three times in a row i mean i'm i'm, I'm seeing similar uh, a lack of action with nba mvp with uh with uh, nikola Jokic. I mean, people just don't think that a, a three-time MVP is really in the cards, especially when there's so many other viable options. Uh, Mahomes does surprise me just because I, I feel like everyone remembers that Chiefs-Bills uh, playoff game and just seeing Mahomes light up. And, and I know he lost Tyreek Hill, but there's, he's done really nothing wrong since, he, since he's entered the NFL. He's one, he's one of the faces of the league. Uh, him and Rodgers opened up as the favorites, and Mahomes is still the second choice but both of them are outside the top 10 in tickets and handle for MVP. Talking once again to Max Meyer from uh, Caesar Sports, editorial content writer uh, over there at the Max, M-E-Y-E-R. Uh, Max, you know, sticking with the MVP discussion, and people like to look a little bit further down the board, and, and sometimes you kind of scratch your head. You know, A couple years ago, uh, there was a lot of uh, love here in Vegas for Mitch Trubisky, which made obviously <laughs> no sense. This particular player, though, it's intriguing. Uh, we didn't see a ton from him last year, but his head coach has had plenty of success and has had an MVP quarterback before, and that would be Trey Lance with the 49ers and, of course, Kyle Shanahan. Thinking of the possibilities there in San Francisco, his first full year as the starter, this being his team, some of the, you know, the, the discussion coming out of San Francisco – I, I would understand this. Have you guys been seeing some Trey Lance love in the MVP market? Yeah, for me, Lance has been one of the most interesting betting storylines at Caesars so far this offseason. So he opened at 200 to 1 at MVP. Now he's 50 to 1. Uh, only three players have gotten more tickets than Lance, and that's Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr. Uh, and Lance is seventh in handle. 
and so just a guy, you know, that, that was just drafted uh, last year. Uh, this is his, uh, this upcoming season's his full se- first full season. He's a total wild card. But like you said, it's Kyle Shanahan offense. And with the 49ers, with their Super Bowl odds so low, uh, their win totals at double digit, I, uh, I, it makes sense to me that the betting public is on Lance at, the, at that juicy price just with how good the 49ers are and I guess how built for success Lance is just with the Shanahan offense and all the weapons that he has. Uh, and it's not just MVP, but Lance uh, over rushing yards uh, for season long props and Lance over rushing touchdowns. Uh, those are actually second and third in handle uh, overall among all uh, offensive season long player props at Caesars. 200 to 1. Lance Woo. opened for MVP. That is some juicy, juicy odds. Now sitting there at 50 to 1. Uh, Tom Brady opened at 45 to 1 or around there over at Caesars before he even announced that he was coming out of retirement. Brady now back with the Bucks for a third year. But from the Buccaneers' perspective as a whole here, Max, how are betters attacking this team in the win total market? Yeah, so the Bucks are tied with the uh, highest win total of 11 and a half along with the Bills. But uh, they've actually uh, there has gotten a good amount of action. They're actually that under is actually the most lopsided by handle among all win totals, about eighty-eight percent. Wow! And the two uh, biggest under bets that we have taken for season win totals are both on bucks under eleven and a half. We took an eighteen thousand one and one for uh, thirteen thousand eight hundred. So you know, really interesting, just given that the bucks they're the biggest. Uh, favorite to win their division. Like you, you don't really see much competition unless you're a Saints believer. But you know, I mean, this is this is a pretty old team. Uh, Tom Brady just turned 45, which is why we had him originally at 45 to one for MVP <laughs> while he was retired. Uh, and just the fact that no one's really done this before. So you know, Brady's definitely a machine, but he is going against Father Time and, and just all possible logic. And 12 wins in the NFL, even with the 17-game schedule, it's a tough one. And so I I can see why uh, we're getting bigger bets on the Bucs. I I am definitely a little surprised, though, to see they're the most lopsided under by handle. Baiting the goat. Interesting. uh, (laughs) A risky proposition. He hasn't gone under his win total since 2009. (laughs) Well, you know, there's a first uh, first First for everything. Uh, Max, to switch it to college football, uh, week one is uh, is approaching. I guess week zero, I should say, uh, is approaching. Three weeks from uh, this weekend. Um, when you look at week one and week zero there at Caesars, uh, what have been some of the biggest moves in the line? Because those lines have been up. Uh, betters have been peppering it. So there's been some significant line moves in some particular games. Yeah. So the one that completely stands out is uh, Mississippi State Memphis. Uh, we opened Mike Leach and company as eight point favorite that's ballooned up to, uh, minus 17. Uh, and there is nothing else even close to, to this move. And we were the first ones to have this game up and immediately, like we started taking money at minus eight and we moved it to double digits and then the rest of the market opened up and then that got, um, you know, bet up to around 14. So around what the market was, and then just another move to 17, uh, quite possibly steam that just didn't want to miss out on such a big line move. Uh, and, you know, 17, it's definitely a lot of points. Uh, Memphis upset Mississippi State last season. Mike Leach, uh, as a Pac-12 guy, uh, I've seen Leach stumble in early season mm-hmm. games at Washington State. 
Um, but, you know, a, a, a lot of SEC love, especially in a non-conference matchup. And so it'll, it'll be interesting to see. And then uh, two other ones. Uh, these also both involve SEC teams. Uh, Tennessee against Ball State. This one went from 28 to 31 and a half. And this has been actually the most lopsided action by tickets and handle among any week zero, week one game. And then one where it's moved in the opposite direction of the SEC. Uh, Florida, Utah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida opened as a slight one point favorite for us. And now that fa- and now the favorites flipped and it's Utah by two and a half. So interesting to see the Pac-12 getting some love there against the big bad SEC. Yeah, no doubt about it. Max, great stuff, man. And uh, once again, uh, really enjoy the content there on Twitter and keep up the great work. Appreciate it, guys. Have a good one. At the Max Meyer on Twitter, editorial content for Caesars Sports. That's Femi Abebefe. I'm Tim Murray. More to come on the other side. Maybe we'll talk some teasers. Mm. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Dot com to learn more. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from a local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Alongside Femi Abebefe, I am Tim Murray. Preseason underway, game one going to the Los Vegas Raiders, 27-11. to 11. Uh, As expected, not really, uh, not many notable names on the field. No starting quarterbacks, no big-name receivers. As you pointed out, though, did get multiple series from Josh Jacobs. Five carries. Five carries, 30 <laughs> yards for Josh Jacobs. I-, I was joking with our producer, Aaron Oster, before the show started. I said, did, did Josh Jacobs break curfew? Or, like, Is this punishment <laughs> that they have him out there for multiple series? I'm not sure what the reasoning behind that is. People on Twitter were speculating whether maybe his roster spot isn't safe. And that's why he's playing out there. He didn't pick up his fifth-year option. I'm curious to read what McDaniel said after the game, because I'm sure he was asked about it by Raiders reporters, about, hey, what was up with Jacobs being out there when you got three more of these things to go? And usually we see RB1s not even play in the preseason because, you know, the wear and tear. ETN didn't play. Yeah, ETN didn't play, and he hasn't even played a game in the NFL. Right. (laughs) 
Yeah. Uh, Makes but, you think. But it comes down. The Raiders get it done. Led 20 to nothing at the half. Uh, first half overhits. Second half overhits. Full game overhits. Raiders cover. Jags get the second half cover, though, uh, as we uh, as we were able to uh, get a wonderful score from Nathan Cottrell, a reception out of the backfield. We do have the quote from Josh McDaniels on Josh Jacobs, courtesy of uh, producer Aaron Oster. Quote, I always think it's good for backs to carry the ball in the preseason. There's a lot of things that can happen when you're getting tackled and hit that you can't replicate in practice. Oh, interesting. So what are we thinking? 10 carries week uh, yeah. next week? Or like what's going on? I mean, on? I, I don't know about you, <laughs> Femi. And, you know, I'll, I'll keep an eye on what, uh, you know, what's said, you know, and how practice goes. Now they do uh, keep in mind. The Raiders do have joint practices with the Patriots. I think that before the week two preseason, I believe game. it is. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I'm looking you know, Sunday night football, Raiders at home, laying two and a half for Sunday afternoon against Minnesota. Now, Minnesota's got a first-year head coach in Kevin O'Connell. But what tree does he come from? He comes the, from the McVay tree. tree. And those guys don't play the preseason. So it wouldn't shock me if nobody for the Vikings plays next Sunday. So that could be a prime spot here to back the Raiders at two and a half. And it's week one for them, right? So uh, the Raiders might be looking to maybe get their starters a little bit more. As we talked about, that backup quarterback situation, I find it intriguing. Maybe I'm yeah. crazy. Um, no, I, I think you're onto something with that because McDaniels, the way he was alternating those guys in yeah. the first half, that goes to show you that he wants to see them both with a solid offensive line and get them both a fair chance to evaluate them. So I think Raiders two and a half. I mean, I'm not going to bet that right now because – Preseason, who, you're betting information. Yeah, who knows? Now. They could change all of a sudden. and say, hey, I've seen enough, and it's going to be uh, Jared Stidham. So who cares? But I think as we get closer to next Sunday's game, Raiders minus two and a half, I think, is a valuable bet to make. It would not shock me if this is like three, three and a half, just based on what comes out of Minnesota as well when reporters ask Kevin O'Connell his plan for his team. Yeah, there's a couple games that intrigue me uh, in the preseason. We'll talk more about it uh, next week, certainly, but – Chicago at Kansas City. Yeah, uh, that, that one's bounced around a little bit. Yeah, it's up as high as three and a half at some spots in favor of Chicago. I can't imagine Kansas City's going to be doing much. They of are anything. playing nobody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you've got Carolina, as you talked about. I thought that was a good point. They've got a true quarterback competition there with Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield at Washington. Uh, you know, Pittsburgh is hosting Seattle. Maybe don't love that as one as much because yeah. of the quarterback competition at Pittsburgh, but Pete Carroll historically has played really well, uh, one of the better cover coaches in the post in the preseason. I wish they were playing other teams because I want to back both Pittsburgh and Seattle, I know. <laughs> honestly, because those are two teams I think with the QB competitions are really going to be taking this seriously. And then, of course, uh, you know, uh, actually that was a week one line. Never mind. Oh, but still. Uh, Baltimore laying five because John Harbaugh, I believe, yeah. has covered every game uh, he's coached in uh, in week one. 20 straight victories. It's unbelievable. All right. Uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier uh, because we were uh, speaking of um, which game in week one were we talking about? Uh, Dolphins-Patriots. Dolphins-Patriots. Like we were talking about, spot. talking about the Patriots and uh, this particular week one game. So I figured, you know, off the cuff, we're about a month out, first night of the preseason. Let's take a look at the most teasable games in week one, Femi Abebefe. Um, I'll give you games that make some sense. Miami 
home to New England. Miami's laying two and a half, total of 44 and a half. That's very low, low total, meaning points are at a premium. We're going to push New England up to eight and a half, get through the three, get through the seven. That is intriguing, I would have bet, to a bunch of folks. Indianapolis at Houston. This will definitely, mm. I think, be the most popular tease game because it's sitting right now, Indiana, Indianapolis laying eight, a total of 44. Get it down to two, through the seven, through the three. I will predict it right now, Femi. That is going to be the most popular tease game in week one, moving Indianapolis down to two. Buyer beware. Indianapolis, a couple years ago, opened the season in Jacksonville and lost to an eventual 1-15 team in the Jacksonville Jaguars. Minnesota at home. Now, this is a higher point total, yeah. 49. So points aren't as valuable, Femi. But you're getting Minnesota, take it on Green Bay at home, and we could push that puppy up to 8 or 8.5, depending on where you look. And then you've got your Dallas Cowboys at home. Uh, very high total of 52 uh, at 2.5, and, and that one uh, you could certainly push up the home team to uh, to eight and a half as well. Uh, lost uh, the Raider, or excuse me, the Rams at home. Uh, now with the uncertainty, excuse me, as I scratch my eye, uh, the uncertainty of Stafford makes me worry. But uh, you could certainly play the Rams up to eight as well with another high total. So the floor is yours. Give me your most uh, favorite teaser options for Week One. So right now, what I'm eyeing, and I, I want to give you my my what what I think the public will do as well later on. We'll okay. Into that because I think that could be a funny discussion. But I think right now I'm going to tease New England up to eight and a half. I think that's kind of what I would do. So you get the Patriots up to eight and a half in a low total game, like you mentioned. It fits all the criteria of what you want. Um, and I'm going to be riding with the public, with the Colts. <laughs> I'm going to be riding with the public. I'm going to tease. In the, I'm not going to make this hard. I'm not going to outthink the room. I'm just going to go ahead and tease the Colts down to two just because I think that I'm a little surprised that the line is even eight. I thought that this – you could have made an argument. And I get it's week one, and you don't know what Houston's going to be, but you can make an argument that this should be double digits. And maybe I'm just high on the Colts in general, but I was a little surprised that this was eight. even saw some seven and a halfs as well. Now, we'll see what this is when we get to actual game week and when the money starts to really come in as we get closer to kickoff, but – it would kind of surprise me if this closed eight. I think we might see nine and a half, if not ten, by the time we close this thing up here in this game. Just because this Colts team, the offensive line is really good. They can run the football. Matt Ryan gives them stability at quarterback and also defensively as well, too. If they can get that consistent pass rush, maybe Quiddy Pay takes a step in year two. DeForest Buckner is an absolute monster. Shaquille Leonard now we're calling him, is manning the defense out there. So this Colts oh, team man. is really loaded. And, there's and, no chance I'm going to remember that. <laughs> yeah, Shaq Leonard, no chance. But I think there's so much emphasis on starting fast and not having that trip up based on what has happened in the past that I think that we finally get a fast start from the Colts starting this year laying more than a touchdown against Houston. You like the band Huey Lewis in the news? <laughs> You're hoping I that, mean, I'm, you're hip. Hoping that I'm it, hip, bro. You're hoping that it's hip, hip to be square with that one. Um, <laughs> I, I really like, I love New England plus eight and a half. Yeah, uh, yeah that's up the... Up to eight and a half. One of the lower totals on the board. That's the one. Uh, and then I also, uh, call me crazy, I, I'm, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit with Minnesota. I'm getting mm. a home division game. I know it's a rookie head coach, but I'm getting a home team in a division where I think the roster's 
are pretty comparable in talent-wise, and I could push them up to eight. So uh, give me the home Minnesota Vikings plus eight, eight and a half, and I will take uh, New England up to eight and a half as well. As for what the public will do, <laughs> Indianapolis, lock it in. Yes. Lock that in. I'll give you two options, and I think they're both poor options. The mm. most poor option is Tennessee. Yes. Tennessee's laying six and a half. By the way, I don't recommend ever teasing to six and a half down. People do it. You'll do it. Public will do it. <laughs> uh, no, don't do it. Don't do Tennessee. The other one, San Francisco. You think it's San Francisco? I think it might be Cincinnati. I think, the, I think the public goes with Cincinnati at home based on what we saw them go to the Super Bowl last year. Joe Burrow, everyone loves him. Joe Cool, Jamar Chase, they got all these weapons. I think Colts, Bengals, early mm. slate teaser for the public to then maybe get on some Titans later Oof. on in the afternoon slate. Yeah, I could see both <laughs> of those happening. I could definitely see both those happening. Teaser dead by, by the witching hour. No six and a halfs. <laughs> Just stay away from those. It's the nightcap here on VEASAN. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,000. $500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon. Now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. You know what I love about the fact that football is sort of here? Uh, is that you just, we have these conversations and then it, it's just, it's so much easier to, to spark interesting discussion, you know, talking about those teasers led into this conversation that we had off air. That I'm going to bring to air. You know, we got the old survivor. Oh, the grid, baby. The grid. <laughs> Let's go. There you go. Uh, and uh, right now uh, behind us, what do we got? Femi, the uh, like 1,157 people over 1100 uh, are in, uh, in survivor. So uh, still need almost 5,000 more to uh, ensure no overlay. $4.8 million overlay right now. Um, but, you know, we've talked about it kind of briefly, and, and I want to bring this conversation to air. Mm -hmm. um, because week one in Survivor is <laughs> really challenging. Uh, because I think a lot of people play, uh, and, and you were talking about it, and a lot of people have uh, philosophies of no division games, no road games, and... If you play by that philosophy, this is a daunting, daunting first week. And now I haven't gone through the whole schedule. And and, and look, I this is more of a off-the-cuff conversation, just looking at week one. Obviously, if you're going to get into Survivor here at Circa or wherever for, for big money, you don't want to play out the whole season and, and kind of have a plan. But just looking at week one, going down the games. Now, I know Derek... Uh, Derek Stevens, of course, has brought up the thought that here at Circa, if you play the Buffalo Rams game, yes, you can re-enter if you lose. And 
as Aaron gets in my ear, you know, the Stafford situation, you know, maybe you use Buffalo there. Is, is it Josh Allen versus John Wolford? <laughs> <laughs> Opening night, NBC would love so that. So you could you could <laughs> sit back and you could feel confident. Uh, if you win, you're you're good to go. Or if you lose, you jump back in. Yeah. I wouldn't touch the game, obviously. Bills and Rams. And those are two teams you're going to want to use yeah. later on in the also, year. Also, do you subscribe to that theory of getting the six entries, using them all on Thursday, and if you lose, get six more? Uh, I mean, I, I love Derek. I don't, I don't have 12K to just be... <laughs> to blow on Survivor? Throwing around, so... <laughs> if you've got it, man, more power to you yeah. <laughs> uh, to go with that philosophy. All right, so but let's go through. Mm-hmm. Baltimore. Laying six. On the road at the Jets. Market likes them. All right. So there you go. You've got maybe an option. You're going week one, going with the road team in Baltimore. New Orleans at Atlanta. Atlanta stinks. Division game. Road game. New Orleans laying five or five and a half. You're hitting for the cycle in that game, honestly, of all the bugaboos for Survivor. Okay. New England, Miami, I would think most people wouldn't play that. Division game, low spread, that's not a survivor-type game. Cleveland, Carolina, similar situation. Uh, Cleveland's on the road at Carolina. Carolina now laying a point in some spots. I would leave it alone. I think that's fair to look at. Another relatively big spread. Division game. Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati laying six and a half. Now, also, keep in mind, if you're going to play it here at Circa, Femi, you got to keep in mind that there are the stipulations of Christmas week or Christmas Day and Thanksgiving Day. Yes. Buffalo, Detroit, New, uh, the Giants, Dallas, New England, and Minnesota, those are your Thanksgiving games. You have to have one of those teams available for Thanksgiving. Christmas, Green Bay at Miami, Denver at L.A., Tampa at Arizona, Got to keep one of those teams available for Christmas Day as well. Keep that in mind in the back of your your mind as well. So, Pittsburgh-Cincinnati. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. With what Tomlin is able to do as an underdog, knowing that that game will likely be close, not making my cut. Looking at a total of 44.5, so one of the lower totals on the board. Okay. San Francisco on the road at Chicago. Chicago likely stinks. Rookie head coach. Justin Fields wasn't all that inspiring last year. They didn't really do anything to help him. Trey Lance. You trust your ticket on Trey Lance week one on the road at Soldier Field? Ready to roll the dice with me? Is that your leader in the clubhouse? As we sit here in August, this is my leader in the clubhouse. Okay. And it's going to be nerve-wracking because it's Trey Lance's third start in his career. However, you mentioned the Chicago Bears might be the worst team in football when all is said and done. I think the matchup of the 49ers defensive line against the Bears offensive line might be the biggest mismatch of any kind on the board of all 16 games in week one. I think that Niners defensive line is going to be wearing Justin Fields out in the backfield all game long. And also, I think the Niners, with what they're able to do schematically from a run game standpoint, might not need Trey Lance to throw the ball that much to win this game. Kyle Shanahan is a good head coach. We don't know what Eberflus is as a head coach. 
I get it's on the road. It's an inexperienced quarterback, to say the least. This is my leader in the clubhouse. What I would say in your defense, it's a, a six and a half point spread, which is the second highest of week one. It's also a 42 point total, meaning those points are more valuable than pretty much any other. So, you know, take that for what you will. Okay. Possibility. Road team, week one, but the Bears stink. I wouldn't touch this game. Philadelphia, Detroit. Nope. Oh, nope, no. nope, nope, nope. I love Philadelphia. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. No way. No way. Division game, road game, Indianapolis at Houston. And once again, two years ago, how many people? Our own Brent Musburger, one of them. Indianapolis at Jacksonville, week one. I don't know if it was a double-digit spread. It was close it to was that. It was seven and a half, eight. Yeah, okay. Well, no, we're, we're, we're north of right a touchdown. Now. Yeah. They lost. Jacksonville won one to 15. Indianapolis? I can't do it. I can't do it. To me, week one, division games, they are so tricky. We've seen teams. I remember when the New Orleans Saints were really good. I think it was either 2016 or 2017 when Fitzpatrick lit them up in the Superdome. The Saints end up having like a 13-win yep. season that year. But for some reason, that week one game just happened to lose it because guess what? It's the NFL, and it's a division game early in the season. Uh, we've seen, like you mentioned, the Jaguars beating the Colts the year the Jags won 1-15. and 15. They lost 15 straight games after that week one survivor shellacking there of the Indianapolis Colts. So to me, I can't get involved with it. Despite the Colts being the biggest favorite on the board, it's a no for me. All right. Home team, non-division game, worst team in football last year on the road. Washington laying three and a half. A little fishy line, isn't it? A little, little short, a little stinky. You're asking me to put my $1,000 on Carson Wentz. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> uh, Next Kansas question. City and Arizona, I think that's fair, Skip. Um, mm-hmm. Ve- Vegas and Chargers, I think that fair, Skip, t- three and a half. Green Bay, Minnesota, two and a half, Skip. I said it last year. To everybody that listened, do not play the Jaguars at Houston. They're going to lose. A couple people did, and they lost. Mm. Do not play the Tennessee Titans in week one. I know they're at home. It's a non-division game. Rookie head coach, Daniel Jones, may or may not stink. I do not trust this Tennessee team at all. I know it's six and a half. No, it's home, Femi. I would not put my $1,000 on the line with the Tennessee Titans against the Giants. I think the Giants are better than some people expect. I think so, too, and I totally agree. I think the Giants are live to win the game outright, to be quite honest. I agree. So so I would never put the Titans in here. But do you think this is going to be the game that trips most people up? I think it'll be popular. It's a home team. It's a non-division game. And nobody wants to save the Titans. No. Yeah. I I think that could be one... um, before we hit the break, Denver, Seattle, do you think people are going to use Russell Wilson? I think you'll get some people that use him. Um, I will not be one of them just knowing the stipulations of that game, being a revenge game for the entire Pacific Northwest region against Broncos country. Let's ride. It's a no for me. There you go. 
It ain't easy. It's not. Week one ain't easy. Femi's rolling with a road team and a quarterback that's started three games. Got him on one hand. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck week one of Survivor. It ain't going to be easy. It's the nightcap here on VC. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. The College Football Guide is out right now. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of all 131 teams, including team trends, power ratings, over-under recommendations, plus our best season win total bets, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff predictions. The only way to get access to this year's football betting guide is to become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. Sign up early for a discount of $175. You'll receive the college and pro football betting guides, along with the full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Join us also for 40 bucks a month. You can do it this way. See everything VEASAN has to offer to up your betting game. So go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the sports betting network. And once again, sign up now. You get the college football betting guide, pro football betting guide. As Adam Burke mentioned last night, you'll get the hockey betting guide, the NBA betting guide, the college basketball betting guide, all of that through the Super Bowl. So uh, sign up now. Um, and, and the guide is helpful because, I mean, think is. about the stretch that we're about to go on. Now that we're sitting in August, summer vacation, folks, is over. Hall of Fame game started. So get <laughs> lock it in now. So, But when you get to September, you get NFL, you get college My football. My kids start school on Monday. <laughs> so, <you know. laughs> exactly. Summer's over. Yeah. But baseball's coming down the stretch here. So there's so many different things that you want to bet on. And then when you get to November, welcome to the NHL. Welcome college basketball. Welcome to the NBA. While the NFL and college football are still going on. There's so much stuff to keep track of, and it's a glorious time as a sports fan and as a sports better. But these guides can really help you and kind of help you save time because I know a lot of you out there have loved ones. Uh, they're not going to be appreciating you trying to handicap all these games all hours of the night because that's what it's going to take if you want to actually win a little bit of extra money there for Christmas time coming up in December. So get the guides and help us help you. Oh, or you can just get a dart board and take a dart because <laughs> that's what it's going to take 
in week one to pick a survivor winner, man. Honestly, just we had uh, <laughs> our uh, our director Nick back there, uh, uh-huh. who I believe has a cigar bet with uh, with Sean uh, that he will make it further in Survivor with his one entry Ooh. than Sean's six, which I love. I love. Well, it's, I'll tell you this: if Sean is picking Washington week one, then I, I'm going to go ahead and make. Nick I a do not know. <laughs> Look, I, I don't know what Sean says some things. He did not say that. He okay. does like Washington a lot. Okay, okay. He does like Washington right. a lot. I think he has them to win the division. And I love you, Sean. Which which but. I'll say, like at the price, I don't think it's the craziest thing Washington no. to potentially win the NFC. You could do worse things with your money. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could, you know, bet on the Reds. Oh wait, he did that. He did do that. Shots fired. Sorry. Sorry, I miss my guy. I need a, yeah. I need him back. I need to see if he's listening so he can. Uh, so he can text you. Did you text me and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I need to draw you back in. <laughs> um, but um, what did I want to look at? Um, oh, that's what I want to look at. As I doing self self discussion oh, in my head. MLB division odds after today. Just real quickly, I wanted to pull something up because. The St. Louis Cardinals are down down to plus 110. Brewers still minus 170 at DraftKings. Folks, it was a horror show for the Milwaukee Brewers in Pittsburgh, if you missed it. Bullpen blew every game in the series. Led Well, I guess game one, it was more on the starter and Corbin Burns. But they had a lead against the Pirates every single game, Femi, and lost all of them. They got swept in Pittsburgh and the Brewers and Cardinals, after the Cardinals swept the uh, the uh, the Cubs today in a doubleheader, are now tied in the NL Central. So uh, the Brewers, I don't know if it's you know karma biting them in the butt or what for trading Josh Hader. Um, I, I understood the move. You don't want to overpay a closer, you know, and and maybe you you think Devin Williams is the guy, and I like Devin Williams a lot. Look, I was on the show applauding the trade, so I can't be hypocritical now. But since then, Devin Williams walk off homer yesterday. Matt Bush uncorks a wild pitch in the in the tenth the day they lose. Ooh boy, Brewers! At least they got the Reds coming up uh, for a home series. But man, not a a great couple of days. Uh, fans were not thrilled about the hater trade, and now no. the bullpen is underperformed these past couple of days, and they are now tied atop the NL Central. Well, the hater trade, it confused me. I texted Adam Burke yep. uh, on the day of the trade, and I said, wow, like, does this make sense? Am I missing something here? And and I get it. If you're going to get a big haul in return, and like you mentioned, they don't want to necessarily pay a closer like that, so might as well sell high while you can, but you're going for it. You're in first place. You are a team that is a dark horse to win not only the pennant, but to maybe win the World Series. It almost felt like you would want to load up and bring somebody else in while keeping that guy as your closer to where I, I don't – it almost feels like they got a little too cute. And maybe for the long haul, it's the right move to make. But as we sit here in 2022, I don't think it's going to help them win the World Series. In fact, it probably hurts them based on what we've seen in the early returns. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. The team that obviously acquired Josh Hader uh, was the San Diego Padres, who lost today, so they're not going to go undefeated with Juan Soto and Josh Bell and Brandon they're, they're, Drury. They're waiting for Tatis to get back. That's when the win streak starts. It is, though, so great <laughs> that they make all these moves. The first game, the new guy hits a grand slam in the first inning. Uh, the it, city is buzzing. It, they are. They're fired up, yeah. you know, and – you know, they, they, there used to always be this discussion of who's the saddest sports town in Cleveland always took the cake until they won the title when LeBron came back. But, 
know, people tried to bring up San Diego, like, oh, their football team left, and the Padres have never won a World Series. Have like, you been to San Diego? I'm like, are you, dude? No, they're disqualified from any discussion ever. They are. It's like it's it's paradise. I mean, it's. 78 every day. As somebody who has been to San Diego twice for guys' trips, I can tell you them people ain't sad. No. <laughs> I can tell you that right they're now. They're like, oh, our baseball team lost? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now they're just ex- extra excited. They've got a, an amazing yeah. ballpark. They've got an awesome baseball team. Maybe they could win the World Series. And they get to live in San Diego. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a pretty good trade-off. Never can be part of, uh, of that discussion. All right, just kind of tying up loose ends as we wrap things up. Scott Seidenberg coming up next. Raiders win tonight, 27-11. to 11. Uh, The Raiders cover, over hits in the first half, second half, full game. Jaguars do cover uh, in that second half. Um, you know, when you look at this Raiders team, we talked about a little bit earlier on, what would be a play if you played anything on the Raiders for this season? Boy, it's just so difficult to find a bet on this team based on the, the relative division. competition in the division. Yeah, it's I, I really have not been able to find one. I think the bet that was there to be made was it was probably around March when they're at ten to one before they made that Devontae Adams trade. After that happened, they go down to eight to one. The people piled on. That's why they're sitting at their current number of plus six fifty. So I think it's I don't know. Maybe if you honestly it might be to bet like a player prop or something or Adams to win offensive player of the year or something of that regard. Cause I don't know if I want to do anything at these current prices from the team perspective here. Uh, Car MVP, it doesn't really intrigue me either just because to win MVP, you typically have to be a top two seed. So I'd almost rather bet the Raiders, if you think that Car can win MVP, maybe just bet them to have the most regular season wins at a bigger price than what Car is to win MVP. I'm just, I doubt that Raiders are at 25 to one to have the most regular season wins, probably around 40 to one around that range. So I would rather do something like that. But right now, I don't really think that I can find a bet, really. Maybe like alt win total over if you're bullish, because that's a little bit better of a price than make the playoffs. That's probably what I would recommend there at over nine and a half at plus 165. Yeah. Um, plus one, uh, you know, I know you mentioned 10 to one, maybe plus 650 just as a flyer. Yeah. And, and, and I'm AFC probably West. just being cheap. Plus 650 is probably the right answer. And maybe I'm just being cheap because I saw 10 to one. <laughs> well, and that's honestly, that's where I'm sitting at right now with Romeo Dubs. I'm so mad at myself. Yeah. We talked about it on the show. You played it. I didn't play it. And now it's down to 35 or 40 to 1 uh, to an offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, I think, I'll be honest, I'll say, you know, going back to offensive rookie of the year, I, I think you've kind of talked me off, Jalen Tolbert. You know, it's 25 to 1 at, at one spot here in town. Uh, it's, a, it's a local joint. So, you know, we don't really talk about it all that much, but Stations Casino, it's a local uh, shop here in town. They got 25 to 1 on Tolbert. That intrigued me. But, you know, here in kind of the way that you look at it, I think some CD Lamb overs could be a way to look. I mean, definitely. I mean, but it's going to get a lot of targets, man. Yeah. And I kind of want to hit on the Cowboys a little bit tomorrow when you're, you know, sitting in too, because I'm not high on them, but maybe, you know, maybe I'm too low on the Cowboys. They they still are a team that has Dak Prescott and has a, a pretty darn good defense and, you know, they went out, they got bar yesterday. So maybe I'm a little too low on the Dallas Cowboys. I think as a collective, I think we're all a little low. I don't want to say like way low on the Cowboys because it's hard to ever be way low on the Dallas Cowboys. Right. But I think that people are just making an assumption that they're not going to win the division when I don't think you can go that far. Like I liked Philadelphia at the 3-1, to one, the plus 250s. Yeah. Now that it's plus 160 or whatever, some places it's almost like a co-favorite situation. We're getting a little over. It's shades of Washington last year. Now, yeah, I think this 
Philadelphia team is, is certainly much more talented They're than, better than Washington, but it all comes down to the quarterback play. Hey, thanks to Colin Wilson. Uh, thanks to Kyrie Thompson talking Patriots. Thanks to Max Mayer uh, talking from Action at Caesars. And thank you, Jacksonville Jaguars, yes. letting us hit our first NFL bets. Scott Seidenberg coming up next with the look ahead. It has been the nightcap on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.